Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Today, if you're listening on the day this episode is released, is the day after Christmas or Boxing Day. Some of you are looking for all of the after Christmas shopping deals. Some of you are recovering from the carb overload that is inevitable over the last couple of days. That would be me. And some of you are dealing with some really, really hard things. Today I just wanted to pause to discuss the really hard question that many people are afraid to say out loud during a time that is typically filled with celebration. Why does God let bad things happen to good people or any of his people? For many, the holidays are a time for celebration and a time with family, while others struggle to put on a happy face. They're confronted with loneliness, fear, or questioning. Today's episode is for those who might be suffering in silence. My prayer is that it brings some comfort and at a minimum, and an acknowledgement that you are seen and not forgotten. Today's topic is not specifically about leadership. It is about being human and seeking the peace and comfort from the only source that has the power to provide it. Are you feeling exhausted, burned out, and unfulfilled in your leadership? Do you struggle with perfectionism and people-pleasing? Do you find yourself left with no time or energy to care for yourself and your family? Hey friend, welcome to the Grace-Filled Leader Podcast. I'm Tanya, wife, mom, leader, and Jesus lover. For years, I tried to find success and worthiness the world's way only to feel overwhelmed, anxious, and unfulfilled. It wasn't until I surrendered my life and leadership that I truly found freedom. I discovered that we can be effective, purpose-driven leaders while living a life of peace and abundance. In this podcast, we're going to walk through practical solutions for doing life and leadership God's way. If you want to find fulfillment and lead with purpose, If you want to escape the chaos and find peace, if you want to find the freedom to live the life you were called to, this podcast is for you. Unbutton your blazers, sister friends. It's time to dig in. While most of us are laughing and celebrating with those we love, There are others among us going through really painful things. I have a dear friend whose family is dealing with the very painful loss of a sister who was far too young and such a bright and loving soul. I know yet another family dealing with the sudden loss of a loved one far too young. There are countless others experiencing the first, the first holidays without loved ones that they maybe have lost in the recent year, or the holidays remind them of something in the past, a loss, a bad diagnosis, something like that, that means the holidays aren't typically a time that brings about celebration in their hearts and their minds. In trying to think of what I could possibly say to those I love who are struggling, I find myself without words. On one hand, it causes me to pause to stop and praise the Lord for protecting my family thus far 
for in such deep, deep pain. On the other hand, I know that they can't help but ask the question, why? It is a question that has been asked in private and in public a million times. Why would God allow for bad things happen to such good people, his people? Why would children have to face losing their mother far too soon? Why would a mother have to bury her son decades before she should have to? The thought of enduring that kind of pain is nearly incapacitating. I know for sure that we have a God that loves us, our sisters, our children, our brothers, our parents, our spouses, and our friends far more than we ever could. But when bad things happen, we can't help but want answers. God could intervene. Sometimes he does. And sometimes he doesn't in the way that we would want him to. The truth is, we can't possibly know all of the reasons that God allows us to experience pain and struggle. Sin entered this world with Adam and Eve. God allowed man to have free will, and man chose to sin and bring suffering into the world. Man chose to suffer for himself. God did not choose it for him. As is written in Genesis chapter 3, the sin of Adam and Eve would impact everything and everyone that comes after. God did not create suffering, and scripture is clear that he grieves over the very things that we grieve over. The reality is, God did not allow this sin and suffering to continue out of punishment, but rather it was intended to help man find their way back to God and realize their need for dependence on him. Bad things happen all the time. While I do not have the words to begin to answer or explain the deep, deep pain that comes upon God's people, I do know with all of my being that God's word is truth and God does not leave or forsake us. If anyone does the leaving, it is us. In the initial and very raw moments of our pain, we are often not ready to hear a word of hope or optimism. We just need to experience the pain, and there just aren't words sometimes. But there is reassurance in his word when we are ready to seek it. What his word tells me is this, all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. Romans 8:28. It's an extremely difficult thing to choose to trust God to bring about his purposes through our suffering. Our human nature often leads us to question and potentially become bitter or resentful. I do believe eventually that we can grow in the grace of the Lord and find peace if we can resist the trap of bitterness and seek solace in his presence. At first, the best you may be able to do is to confess that you don't know what to do or how to trust that there is purpose or benefit that could possibly arise from the pain. You may have to admit that there is anger and fear and doubt and that you are struggling to move forward. How can we resist the temptation to be bitter and turn away from God in times of struggle? Jesus knew all too well what it means to endure pain, torture, struggle, and even temptation to feel bitter toward those who caused his suffering. 
In all of the ways in which we are tempted, so was he. The difference between Jesus and our natural tendencies toward anger and bitterness, however, is that Jesus responded responded with complete trust and obedience. We have the choice to look to Jesus' example of how to respond in times of tragedy, pain, and struggle. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 16 says, Let us therefore come boldly unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. With time, we can begin to seek how God can use our situation to reveal His heart and His will for us. Over and over in the Bible, God allowed His people to wander in the wilderness, to struggle, in order that they might learn humility and dependence upon Him. As Christians, we are to seek to be more Christ-like in our thoughts, words, deeds, and relationships. What possibly can we learn amidst our struggles or as we are coming through to the other side? Could I learn to be more patient and wait on the Lord in this circumstance? Could this suffering slow me down in a way that allows me to find gratitude in the simple things I have, otherwise taken for granted? Could this circumstance help me to find compassion for others who endure similar struggles? Could this struggle someday be used to help others? Will my mess become a message? What can I learn from the person beside me who is walking through the same wilderness with grace, peace, and trust in the Lord? While I do not know the full depth of pain that some are experiencing or have experienced, I have had struggle, loss, pain, and times of questioning. Having come out the other side, I want to just share some of the blessings that God made clear to me. First, people. God puts people in our life that remind us that we are loved, we are seen, and we have a community. Relationship. I've seen relationships restored as a result of walking through struggle. When all the noise and nonsense that surrounds us is stripped away and we are our most vulnerable, we sometimes realize that it is relationship that matters. It is not the stuff and distractions in our life that are important. It is time with people we love, or perhaps grace and forgiveness, where there was once bitterness and pride. Humility. We never know how many days we have on this planet. We never know how many days we have with those we love. Everything we have is by the grace of God. Nothing we have is really our own. And finally, faithfulness. Looking back, I can see how God was present and faithful through every storm. That does not mean we won't feel pain or that every outcome is how we want it to be, but I can say that He has made His presence known and has carried me when I could not see a way forward. He has provided peace when all that surrounds me is otherwise chaos. Sister, if you are in the wilderness or you are watching someone you love walk through the wilderness, I pray God makes his presence known. I pray he provides his peace 
which surpasses understanding. I pray that you can find comfort in his loving arms and are able to resist the pull toward anger and resentment. I pray that you find calm amidst the storm. Father God, you know your children who are suffering. I pray that you make your presence known. I pray that you wrap them in your loving arms and provide a peace that can only come from you. Draw them near to you, Lord, that they may be reminded of your unfailing eternal love. Shroud them with protection. Where there can be healing, Lord, let them see the mighty healer. Where there is sorrow, let them feel the presence of a loving Father. Remind them that while they may not understand the reason for their pain just now, that your ways are perfect, Lord, and that you will never leave them or forsake them. I ask these things in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Until next time, my friends, be grateful and grace-filled. I pray this episode blessed you, spoke to you, or encouraged you in some way. If so, please share it with a friend and head on over to Apple Podcasts to leave me a review. That's the only way for me to know if you are enjoying the show. Nothing blesses me more than to hear from you. Also, come on over to our free community, the Grace Filled Leader Facebook group. This is a great place for us to support one another on our faith and leadership journey. Now to him who can do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us. Ephesians 3.20 Until next time, God bless you, friend.